You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. everyone and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down threats and vulnerabilities and solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Back in May 2018, when we published our research, Fortnite had uh, about 45 million players worldwide. That's Deepan Desai. He's head of security research at Zscaler. The research we're discussing today is titled Fake Fortnite Apps, Scamming and Spying on Android Gamers. The popularity has grown immensely since then as well. But it was always on our radar to track different popular apps, trending apps, because those are the ones that are being targeted by the malicious actors. And what we saw back then was uh, not one, but there were several different fake Fortnite apps for Android users that were trying to take advantage of the popularity of the game. Now, uh, to be clear here, at the time when you originally published this research, Fortnite had not yet been released for Android devices. So these bad actors were taking advantage of the desire for the game by putting out fake versions on the Play Store? That is accurate. So at that time, Epic uh, basically announced that it will be extending its support to mobile platforms, and it already launched the iOS version of the game. The Android version of the game was planned for summer of 2017, tentatively, but there was no official date announced. So That was the situation, but as you know, there are a lot of eager gamers (laughs) that were waiting for that app. So we did see a bunch of fake Fortnite apps being available on third party as well as, you know, some of the malicious web stores. Well, let's go through some of the ones that you found one at a time here. One of them involved uh, some spyware. Can you walk us through what was going on with this one? 
Right. So the first one that we mentioned is a spying app. This is basically allowing the attacker to monitor all the incoming and outgoing calls on the infected device. It's able to harvest call logs, get phone contacts and other information from the infected system. The attacker can also access camera, take pictures and remotely wipe data on the device. So it was a full-fledged remote control app, which we saw in this case getting installed on the user system. Now, this was uh, able to keylog as well? It was able to keylog as well, yes. And what did you see in terms of this connecting with any sort of command and control server? Had that occurred? So during our analysis, we did notice that it was calling back to a CNC server, but the server was not online. So we did see the code but we haven't seen any successful connection at the time of analysis. So that's why we uh, mentioned in the blog that it may still be under development or the server has already been taken offline. Now, what would the user experience be for this? So if I download this, I see a Fortnite logo on my phone. What happens if I, when I try to launch the game? There obviously won't be any game being launched. It will just disappear. There won't be anything visible on the screen. The malicious app is actually running in the back end. And does it have a persistence? Yes, it will stay persistent on the user system. I see. All right, well, let's move on to uh, one of the, the other ones that you discovered. One of them was doing some coin mining. Yep. <laughs> so 2017 and 18 were the years for a lot of mining activity, both web-based as well as system-based. So it was no surprise that we also saw you know, mobile malware, where uh, one of this was a Fortnite APK file that was being downloaded and performing coin mining activity using the CoinHive JavaScript, which was embedded in the file. And again, the user doesn't get any game to play, and they wouldn't necessarily know that this was happening. It would all take place in the background? That is accurate. The only thing that the user will notice is the phone's battery is going to die out faster than usual, and the phone might even get heated up because the coin mining activity will leverage a CPU. I mean, it will prefer GPU, but yeah, phones, it will mostly be leveraging the CPU. And we have shared some uh, stats as well on that in the blog on what that would look like when the device is infected with uh, this malicious app. Hmm. Now, let's go through some of the other ones. Some of them were uh, generating revenue in other ways, some clever ways here. What did you discover? Right. So just to give you a background, Fortnite has a virtual currency called V-Bucks, hmm. which allows the users to purchase some of the in-game cosmetic items. The game is free to play, but the V-Bucks is where uh, you know Epic Games makes a lot of money as well. The part that the scammers are taking advantage of is there are a lot of you know young players who are trying to get those V-Bucks uh, at a discounted price or maybe by doing certain surveys right, and get the V-Bucks for free. So the scammers are basically pushing out apps saying that, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z, you will get free V-Bucks in return. And what ended up happening over there was the unsuspecting user would install the app, do all the ad and survey activity, and in return, he wouldn't even get any kind of V-Bucks. Right? Mm. So it's just pure scam being performed on the user's account. Yeah, they're just leading you along, promising V-Bucks, but you never get the payoff. Correct. Now, one of the interesting things that uh, you pointed out in this one is that they had a system encouraging people to leave positive reviews for the app. 
Yes, <laughs> uh, that was interesting one as well. And by the way, a lot of these apps were also on Google Play Store. Uh, we've actually posted some of the reviews, <laughs> which were clearly the result of the app asking the user to post positive reviews if they uh, want to get the V-Bucks, right? So that was one of the intended steps as part of the things that the users were asked to do as a result of which they would get uh, V-Bucks. These positive reviews were pre-written. It, it auto-populated the screen with these so that you didn't even have to write them yourself. That is accurate, yes. <laughs> and we've mentioned all the list of comments. Uh, they, they had actually about 30 or 30, yeah, about 30 comments. So in order to make it not uh, repetitive, they would randomly pick one of them and that's how the Google Play comments won't be all the same. And then there were some other techniques where they got you to take uh, surveys or download other apps? Yep. Yeah. So that's the part I was mentioning. Like they would ask you to take surveys, provide information, download other apps, which could further perform other ad scam activity on your mobile phone. Yeah, it was interesting to me to see that that in the process of launching the fake app, they would have screens that would load that were pretty convincing, that looked like what you would expect some sort of beta of Fortnite to look like. Yep, yeah, yeah, that, that is accurate. And what was interesting was, I mean, maybe not surprising because of all the five-star reviews that the app was getting. Some of these apps were downloaded over, you know, four or 5,000 times on Google Play Store. So thousands of users were impacted by this. So in the meantime, since you published this uh, research initially, there has been a version of Fortnite released for Android, but that brought its own set of uh, interesting consequences. Can you walk us through that? Right. So Epic Games decided to launch the Android version of Fortnite by hosting the installer file on their own website. Basically, they're not uh, leveraging Google Play Store for various reasons, and uh, I'm sure you guys can read into that. But they chose to host the installer on their own site, uh, which means that the, the as part of the installation step, the user is asked to install an APK package from a third-party untrusted source, right? Mm -hmm. So Android operating system by default would not allow a user to install APKs from an unknown location other than Google Play Store. And so... While Epic Games' uh, website, people can trust it, but there are a lot of other methods that the attackers can leverage to, you know, things like Punicode and other mechanisms to make a site which looks very similar to Epic Games, right? And fool the end user into clicking those links and downloading the APK file. Yeah, and I suppose that once you've socialized your user that getting what you want, you're going to need to override some of these safety settings. Well, that's half the battle. Exactly. And those, those steps are actually mentioned on the Epic Games site itself. Uh, obviously, they, they would want the user to be downloading the app from their own website. But uh, the point over here is if uh, a, a malicious attacker is able to convince a user that the site that they're visiting is indeed Epic Games' own site, uh, then they will happily follow the steps that are mentioned. <laughs> It strikes me that this sort of leading people along, stringing them along with all these steps to try to either get the V-Bucks or get the game itself, I would imagine lots of people wouldn't fall for this or would bail out somewhere along the way. But, but I guess it's important to remember that a lot of the folks who would be attracted to this are going to be kids. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a fact that there is a wide 
array of uh, age groups that play this game, right? A, a number that I read recently, it's topping about 200 million users worldwide. And the concurrent count is 8 million users at any given time that's playing the game. So yes, uh, there will be a lot of kids who are not willing to spend money and uh, get those V-Bucks by doing some of those surveys and things like that and falling for the malicious apps. Yeah, kids have uh, nothing but spare time, right? <laughs> so what, what are your recommendations? If I'm a parent and I want to warn my kids about this, I want to inoculate them against these sort of things, what sort of warnings should I give them to have a, a good eye out for these sorts of uh, techniques? If we're talking about the Android users, uh, if you are using a Samsung phone, I think they did one good thing over there. Samsung Galaxy App Store, which is a third-party app store, but it's sort of vetted by Samsung folks, right? So that does have Fortnite uh, installer as well. So number one, I would recommend if you're using a Samsung device, you should try to install the game from that app store rather than any link. Number two, if you don't have a Samsung Android phone and it's a different vendor, then you should visit the site, epicgames.com, and follow the QR code instructions that are clearly written. Do not click on the link that you receive through any kind of uh, unsolicited messages instructing you to download uh, Fortnite uh, using this method in order to get you know 1,000 V-Bucks for free because all of those will lead to installation of, in most cases, malicious packages on your phone. So visit the site, install the package from there, or install it from Samsung Galaxy App Store. Now, what about if someone did fall victim to this, if they had one of these these fake Fortnite games and they had installed it, what goes into removing it? Right. And this is where, you know, the instructions for removal will be different based on the malware that is getting installed. So mm. I'll, I'll take an example of the spyware app uh, that was getting installed in our research that we published. The user has to go into the settings and disable accessibility access for the Fortnite app, uh, which is the app that the user installed. And once the user turns off that, uh, he will be able to remove the app by clicking on uninstall for the Fortnite icon. So that's uh, one of the ways to get rid of that app. Now, mm. having said that, every malicious app will have its own way of installing on the mobile phone. So the instructions will be different. Yeah, but buyer beware. It's, uh, I guess, best is to not uh, have it installed in the first place. Absolutely, yes. Our thanks to Deep and Desai from Zscaler for joining us. The research is titled, Fake Fortnite Apps, Scamming and Spying on Android Gamers. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then, you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day.
Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. The CyberWire Research Saturday is proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. Our amazing CyberWire team is Elliot Peltzman, Peru Prakash, Stefan Vaziri, Kelsey Bond, Tim Nodar, Joe Kerrigan, Carol Terrio, Ben Yellen, Nick Vilecki, Gina Johnson, Bennett Moe, Chris Russell, John Petrick, Jennifer Iben, Rick Howard, Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. <laughs>